to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon Recording live from the Gen A Studios. Wow. That was... I love that song. That is just... That's a way to get the day started. Um, quick little memo, little announcement. Um... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like when they do, like companies do like a public release. Well, on behalf of the Do We Love It podcast, uh, apologies for last week's episode. Haven't even listened to it, just know it was probably the worst episode ever uh, recorded in the history of the show. On behalf of Do We Love It, we apologize for diluting the product Upper management has been made aware of what happened. Repercussions have been handed down. Suspensions have been handed out. And we'll do better next time. This is next time. So hopefully this one's good. Um, Wise man once said, can't have a comeback without a setback. So we're set up for a big comeback. Set expectations low, deliver high. Do we love Southwest? So, I flew Southwest for the first time ever uh, last weekend. And it's trash. I'm sorry. I know there's enthusiasts out there. I'm out. Um, and I, I should preface this by saying I realize it's a discount airline. Um, I fly Spirit. I fly Sun Country. So I'm accustomed to the discount airline game. Um, I'm not expecting luxury. So I'm when I say it's trash, I'm saying this Southwest is trash compared to Spirit. Um... For those of you who've never flown it, I can't assume everybody has, since especially since I it was my first time. You don't get to pick your seat. What? What is this, Russia? That's a big old come on, man. The way they do it is 
you line up like cattle and you board according to how quickly you check in the night before. Like, flying already sucks. Why are we trying to extend the engagement period of having to do stuff for it by another 24 hours? Like, it's already kind of like a stressful experience, and now you're just adding on another factor. So, I'm not going to let them ruin my night before. So, of course, I just didn't check in. And I was the last person to be seated. And you get on the plane, and everybody's sitting window and aisle, including people that are together. And they're all staring at you like, I'm going to murder you if you sit in this middle seat. And you're like, guy, chill. It's an hour and a half long flight. We're going California to Vegas. It's an hour long flight. Like, it's fine if I'm in the middle. So, I got on the plane. And as I'm waiting in line, the guy next to me, he's, he's second to last. And he... It's like, oh, I've flown Southwest before. Like, no, it's my first time. Like, oh, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's cool. Like, they don't have seats. It's, like, something a little different. Uh, guy, the assigned seat method works pretty well. Like, I don't know why we need to get different here. And he was just, like, he was a big Southwest enthusiast. And I was like, I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm keeping an open mind. I'm keeping an open mind. And I got on the plane, and I'm getting these death stares, and I was like, my mind is closed. Like, I, I don't like have, I don't want to make decisions right now. Like, I just, like, even if I, I'm fine with the middle seat, just tell me I'm in 17B. Like, it's fine. But nope, got to go up and down the aisle, like, because then, like, there's certain, not enough bag room in one section, so you're like, should I put my bag up in, like, row three, even though there's not a seat open until row 26, so you walk into the back, coming forward, it's, like, it's a disaster, um, everyone's looking at you, everyone's just staring you down, not, not for a good reason, um, I guess that's how attractive women feel walking into a bar, except that at least for them, it's a good reason. For me, it was like, I hate you, don't sit near me reason. Um, so finally, there was only one seat I could I could really choose. Um, well, actually, there was a couple, because it wasn't a full plane, but really, there was one seat to choose, and that was, there was this couple sitting in window aisle, Leaning over the middle seat, making out. Guys! You can make out the whole flight, but you can't sit next to each other? You shit me? That's a big old come on, man. So what did I do? I sat between them. Can't be doing that. Gotta teach these people a lesson. It's absolute... It, it, it's uncivilized in Southwest. It's absolutely uncivilized. And as a guy who appreciates a good uncivilized environment, I don't appreciate that. We're America. Come on. This is a disgrace. Be better. Stay humble. So, the they had a chance to redeem themselves too. You had your chance, Southwest. You had your chance. So, flight home. Uh, 
connecting in Phoenix, and I was returning from a three-day bender, Austin, Texas, bachelor party. Uh, conditions were poor to very poor in terms of mental mindset, how I'm feeling. Uh, get on my plane, land in Phoenix. It's Sunday night. It's late. There's a flight going to the airport I was going to that was taking off in like a half hour. And then my connector was like two hours later. So go up to the gate. Hey, I'm flying into Orange County. I see this flight's taking off in like 20 minutes or so. Um, Can I just get on that one instead? Type the thing into the computer, which always makes me think of the wedding singer where she's just driving the guy nuts. Uh, Sir, you're already uh, in flight. What? No, I'm on the ground, like, with you. Unless this airport's in the air, like, no, I'm not. You're in the progress of your trip, therefore you can't switch your connecting flight. What? What do you, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, it's just a rule. It's like, so you're telling me if there's an open seat on this plane that's going to Orange County, I can't get on it, but then I have to wait here another two hours to get on a plane going to Orange County. She's like, yeah. It's like, so the airline that doesn't assign effing seats where it would be like very easy to just like hop in and out of planes. Like, I feel like that's the only reason to not assign seats. Like you're not allowed to do that. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, Southwest is trash. Um, I'll probably fly it again if it's cheap. I mean, at the end of the day, the almighty dollar, right? So you can't complain too much, but I'm going to anyway. That's the point of the podcast. So out on Southwest, Southwest, Team JetBlue. Um, also on South, this was also trash. They walk up and down the aisle and just take your drink order and write it down. They don't have a friggin' drink cart. What is that about? Get a drink cart. Like, oh no, but it doesn't take up space in the aisle and we can operate quicker. No, you can't. Get a drink cart. That's part of the flight experience. I want the drink cart. Um, so that was disgusting. Uh, the one thing, the one redeeming quality of Southwest, and this is huge. This goes a long way. Um, their snack was Ritz Bits. I'm a huge Ritz Bits guy. Huge Ritz Bits guy. Um, and they kind of surprised me because, like, at this point when they were distributing the Ritz Bits, I was just like, so, like, screw Southwest. I was just expecting failure after failure. I figured that they were going to give me the peanut butter Ritz Bits, which is trash and goes with the trash airline. Um, But it was the cheese. Pleasantly surprised. I mean, that's going down another rabbit hole. Do we love Ritz Bits? Um, We love Ritz Bits, but the difference between cheese Ritz Bits and peanut butter Ritz Bits, I, I can't think of a further contrast from the same product. It's like, it's like two brothers, one becoming like, like a world famous podcaster. And then the other one, like going to like jail for murder. 
it's like you come from cut from the same cloth, but what like just going down two separate paths. Um, so very, very out on peanut butter Ritz bits, very, very in on cheese Ritz bits. Um, and this sometimes can lead to confusion. We need to clarify some things. Um, Keebler elf peanut butter and crackers are fire. Absolute fire. So if you're going to have, uh, kind of like fakish peanut butter and crackers, like prepackaged Keebler elves, um, for cheese Ritz bits. Like, I don't even know why Ritz Bits makes cheese or makes peanut butter ones. It's just, it almost adds to confusion. It's kind of like, I, I'll i die on this mountain. It's kind of like when Twix tried to introduce peanut butter Twix. What are you doing? Like, just stick with the bread and butter. Like, you, there's nothing wrong with the Twix. It doesn't need anything added. It doesn't need anything subtracted. And by introducing the peanut butter Twix, now all of a sudden... You open the door for confusion. You got to specify your order. Somebody picks you up a Twix and they get you the peanut butter one by mistake. The day's ruined. So less is more. Less is more. Keep it simple. Anyway, moving on. Ooh. Do we love return envelope stickers? Yes. So, I don't know how many of you are privileged to be a part of this, but for some reason, AAA life insurance, which I've never purchased in my life, and the Red Cross, which, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fair weather blood donor. If, like, if the truck's, like, outside, then I'll hop in. But I don't go out of... I don't, like, schedule appointments, really. It's kind of just, like, if I stumble across a, a blood drive, I'm, I'm down to get hooked up, but I won't go out of my way to do it. Um, so, AAA and the Red Cross. I have two companies doing this. Every, like, every like six months, they mail me my own return envelope stickers. And it's awesome. It's the best thing going. It just, like, like, I love writing letters, hate addressing them, hate addressing them. So having the return sticker right off the bat, that cuts out 50% of the, the work of addressing the envelope, which is huge. And it's a power move. Like, if you're getting, if you're getting an, a letter from me and the envelope just has, like, custom regal stickers with my name on it you're like wow this guy's rich like this guy must be in a position of power like I don't even know if he wrote this letter like based off this sticker like he must have a secretary so needless to say it definitely brings up your social status in the world um, and on top of it they're free like, they're just like, hey, are you going to buy some life insurance? Here's 30 return envelope stickers. Like, joke's on you, sucker. Because I'm not. Everybody knows life insurance is a bad policy. You know, unless you have dependents. But, um, so yeah. I'm very, very high on the return envelope stickers. And lately, just in case, I've been actually making an arrow 
on the envelope just pointing out like, hey, just a heads up, check out like my dope sticker. So keep your head on a swivel for a letter, people, because I got stickers to burn. I got a shipment. They both came in within a week of each other this time. So I have two sheets, two full sheets to burn. Um, So I'm pretty fired up pretty fired up so shout out to AAA life insurance division um keep keep sending those maybe one day i'll get a policy probably not um and red cross keep keep sending those things but stop calling me stop calling they uh the red cross they like to call i get it um i'm sure there's a way to get off the call list but i kind of like getting the voicemails you know keeps keeps you keeps you current um but i do like getting getting the the stickers so keep those on keep those coming in um this weekend we have the happy hackers golf tournament so uh just want to wish my crew luck i am unable to play this year um but uh the guzzlers that's our team name they will be coming in hot uh, we won the first two years in a row. We've been on a little bit of a drought. Um, shout out to Uncle G Ray, and uh, let's get a little something to take us out.